0: Hey, everyone, this is Anna Firminov, and this is Modern Startup Marketing, a show that's shining a light on those startups that are taking their marketing efforts to the next level. And now to this episode. Hey, everybody, I know that folks are interested in this, so I put together something for you about how I created my podcast Basically started five weeks ago and have been talking to some rock star marketers at startups. And so I wanted to help folks out if anybody else wants to do this. I think the experience for me has been a lot of fun. I've loved it. And I especially love talking to these amazing marketers at startups and what they're doing with their companies and how they think about growth and what challenges they're facing. It's just so refreshing and interesting, and I'm going to continue to do it. So before I jump into my process, I want to talk about why the podcast. So it's not for everybody. It's for folks that are excited about building something. It could be just you or you and your teammate talking about interesting topics. It could be you talking to other folks, but you're building something together with other people or yourself. You just want to build something. Second point is lots of good audio and video content that you can repurpose. It's huge. When people talk about pillar content, this is pillar content. It could be webinar, it could be podcast, it could be something major, long form that you spend a lot of time on. This is it. And you can repurpose it and chunk it out into smaller content that you use in other places. The other reason is that people are listening to this content for long periods of time. It just blows my mind that in today's society, and we talk about how it's so hard to grab people's attention. How do we get people to stay on the website for longer than four seconds? But with podcasts, people that are interested in the content will subscribe and they will listen. For some folks, they'll listen all the way through. And it's like a 45-minute podcast. And that is insane (laughs) to me, right? When we're always talking about how do we get people's attention and keep that attention? If it's quality content, if it's interesting stuff, if it's the right target audience, they will stay and they will listen. The next point I made is networking. So in my area of business, networking is important. I'm constantly talking to people, meeting people. I enjoy networking with others. There's always different opportunities that come up through that. So that's part of why the podcast as well. If you enjoy talking to people and learning about what they're up to, that's another good reason. And then if you believe in the brand building process, so having a podcast or creating virtual events every week or whatever it is that you do, you believe that it's really important for brand building, then podcast creation is for you. So then on the other side of the coin, why not to podcast? If the things that I mentioned above don't resonate with you, you probably should not do this. Podcast creation. Because then the second point is it really is time consuming. You have to think about who you're going to invite if you're going to have guests on or what topics you're going to talk about, making sure that they're high quality. You're going to want to do research. If you're inviting folks, do some research on them so that what you're talking about during the session is not just surprising and things that you didn't know before, but maybe going deeper into some topics that you want to explore with those people. Then you hold the session. So it's 30 minutes to an hour long. And then after that, it's recorded and you're creating content clips because you want that episode to go further, right? It doesn't just end with that episode. You want it to ride out further with some other content. And then you have to plan your posts. So you're using social media to get those clips out there to let other people be enticed to listen to that episode. So it's not easy. Sometimes I do work on this on the weekends, on Saturday nights. So that has to be okay with you if you're planning to start this. So I just wanted to first talk about, you have to have a good reason to do this? One of the other things I wanted to mention was, you might think there are a ton of podcasts out there already. And so by adding my own, why would I do that? It's already really busy space and I have nothing more to add. So why would I do it? It's not true. I think what is true is, yes, there are a lot of podcasts out there. But I think having one that you're really passionate about, you think you will be able to add something else, another layer of information and knowledge and high-quality content, there is room for that. I read a statistic. I listened to someone say that most people drop off after seven episodes. And I could see why. Because it's hard. It's hard to keep it consistent. It's hard to keep it going. But if you really are excited about this process and, and talking to folks and creating high quality content, there's no reason why you shouldn't do that and think that there's too much of that out there already. Okay. So now that I've talked five minutes about the why of doing it and why not to do it, let's talk about my process. So I have a 10 step process here. So first step is make a list. So I made a list of who I want to invite as guests and I won't always have guests on. I will sometimes just do my own audio recording. I haven't done that yet. But what I'm recording right now will come up on my podcast. I will have that audio up. But for the most part, I'm inviting um, startup founders and marketing leaders to talk about some topics that they know very well. And so I made a list of who I kind of keep the status over here, scheduled, completed or rescheduled. Then I invite the guest I give them a heads up on what questions and topics I'll I'll want to cover with them. And then they just schedule the time slot on my Calendly link. So that makes it really easy for them. Uh, I send a Google Doc over with how I'm planning to intro them and the questions that I'll be asking them. Again, as a reminder, people are busy, so they might not remember, like, what is this podcast about? What am I going to be talking about? So I just try to do it a second time, send that info again. And then do some research on them. So just look them up on LinkedIn. When I do a Google search, if any articles come up or any news articles, anything like that comes up, find out more about the company. I do some research about them. And I think that's a really important step. And then recording that session. That's like the easiest part is just having a conversation, (laughs) asking questions, learning more, having a conversation. And I use Google Meet and then it gets recorded. The harder part, I think, which means like you're basically not just sitting back relaxing during the session. I'm processing what they're saying. I'm thinking of follow-up questions. I have a notepad next to me and I'm taking notes during the session. And I actually create like stars next to if something comes up and I know that's going to be a good video clip, I put a star there because that will help me later when I look back and think, okay, what kind of video content, shortened video clips do I want to create? Then I look at the stars and I see, oh, that's the section, which makes it much easier versus listening to the entire episode and having to go back and like think of what clips to include. If there's anything that comes up, like people forget what they were just talking about or some sort of noise issues, I put a star and I make a note saying, cut this part out for the producer. So after the session, I upload the recording to Hatch. I use Hatch. You can go there and find out more about Hatch. If you go to usehatch.fm, it's a great company. Makes the process super easy. So basically, they do unlimited podcast editing. You have a monthly subscription. I think I pay like five hundred bucks a month. Don't know if that's going to go up next year, but for right now, that's very manageable. So that they can make the audio sound super smooth. They make any edits you ask them to make, and it's unlimited. Sometimes I have a guest every week. Sometimes I have three that I record in one day. So the fact that it's unlimited is really helpful. If you want to do it yourself, you could also use iMovie or ask your video person to help you edit that recording. And then in the very beginning, I just recorded an intro and an outro for each episode that I put up. And they can tack that on to each episode. So that makes it really easy. And so I might change the episode content a bit. Like I said, typically I I have guests come on And do an interview with them, but it might just be me talking for an episode, just like I'm doing right now. But that's okay. I'm not going to change my intro and outro. It's generally the same idea around the content that I'm producing here. So I will just stick to the same intro and outro. So step seven, tip seven is use the video recording to find the timestamps and pick a good title to share with the videographer. And the videographer makes the social media video clips. So that's basically what I talked about already is where I put the star in my notepad of where I really liked what the person said. I thought that was really valuable advice. And I make sure that I find that in the recording and I give the timestamp to the videographer and I create that title that will be interesting and will get people to want to watch that video clip. Quick note that you can pay for a transcript of your entire recording using rev.com. And then you can actually search for the words that you jotted down. And that would probably be faster, but it's like $70 because the episode is so long. And I just don't have that to spare. (laughs) So maybe you do, I don't at this point. Step eight is then uploading that final audio to Anchor. And then I make sure, you know, create that title that I want and add some content bullets about what's covered in the episode so people can have an easy way to figure out if they wanna listen to it or not. And then step nine is then I'm not actually doing this. I will in the future, but you'd want to post the full version to YouTube or to your um, website. This is good for SEO purposes. You just want to have another place where this video exists if people are searching on that topic. I think that's a really smart move. And so what I plan to do is I will do that eventually. And I'll want to add a link for my website, taking folks to the podcast They could subscribe on their preferred platform. Just haven't done that yet. And then step 10 is posting those two to three LinkedIn video clips per guest across a couple of weeks. And that's what I do. I also share these clips with the guests so that they can post. And that is really, really important. They've got their own audience that really cares about what they have to say. So it's not just me posting, then it's them posting that clip of them talking And it just goes out to so many more people that then brings them over to the podcast. So doing something like that has been really helpful. And every day I'm seeing those clips get a lot of engagement, whether it's me posting or the guest posting, it really works really well. So highly recommend it. And so that's it. Those are my steps. Let me know if you have any questions. Happy to help out. And good luck. If you're planning to go on this journey, good luck. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Modern Startup Marketing. New episodes are dropping regularly, so make sure you're following wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find me on LinkedIn, Anna Firminov, or visit my website, firminovmarketing.com.